Hello and welcome to the Key Moment podcast. I'm your host, Leisha Holmes, and this is a podcast by a recruiter with guests from across the business world. So whether you're a fellow recruiter, an entrepreneur seeking inspiration, or a business enthusiast just listening in, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields on a variety of hot topics. So thank you for listening to The Key Moment. Welcome to The Key Moment, and I'm delighted to introduce my next guest, who has very kindly invited us into her studio at Hits Radio. It is Melissa Webster, Station Director. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you so much for inviting us in today. We are absolutely thrilled to be guests oh, here. Good. You're welcome. And I'm really excited to talk about how to be competitive and creative in what is a very competitive market in media advertising. But first and foremost, for anyone that isn't aware of your profile, would you like to tell us about yourself? So, my name is Melissa and I've worked in radio for, this is my 20th year. Um, I started, when I started here, we were Q103. And last year we relaunched and we relaunched as Hits Radio. Um, in Greater Manchester and also as Hits Radio National. So a really big change um, for a heritage brand of, um, you know, that, that's well known in Manchester. Um, and yeah, so I look after the day-to-day -day running of the station, all the commercial responsibilities and the general madness of work, really. Fantastic. And clearly you've been very well looked after yourself by the station. What's it like to actually work here? What's the vibe like in the culture? Um, pace, really fast paced. Um, very, very creative, which I've always really been drawn to. Um, as someone who doesn't feel that creative as myself, what I like is being inspired by creative being people. Being around those people. Absolutely. All ages, all backgrounds. It's a real melting pot for creativity from the output that the listeners hear and also the experience that we give um, our advertisers. That's wonderful. Well, certainly as fans of your shows, we we definitely oh. condone that, absolutely. I mean, in terms of your own illustrious career, obviously, if you turn the clock back 20 years, what led you into media advertising and radio? Why did you decide to go down this career path? Someone had told me you could earn a lot of money. Oh. And as someone who'd liked handbags and kind of wanted different things in life and worked out the only way I was going to get them was to pay for them myself, that was um, my reason for trying. I went for six interviews at six different radio stations, having no radio experience and no media experience, and um, nobody would give me a go. Oh, really? Because, yeah. So they all said really nice things. I was working in car rental at the time, loved right. renting cars to people. But nobody would give me a go because I didn't have experience. And I kept going, 22. Yeah, how will I get experience if nobody will give me a go? And um, eventually, Radio City in Liverpool, which is part of our group, um, they decided to take on a trainee. And um, I was in the right place at the right time. But six no's was a lot. You know, it, was, it a felt lot a lot. But I also then had real fire in my belly because six people had kind of said I couldn't do it. So, you know, you really want to... prove. Yeah. Good for yes. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, there's definitely a lot to be said for that for any of our sort of listeners who are potentially looking at career paths and they're getting that sense of failure Absolutely. and rejection. You've got to keep going and Absolutely. have that focus. Absolutely. And it's a story, bearing in mind it was 20 years ago, that I still tell now. And I still think about how I felt, you know, somebody else saying, well, you're just just not quite right you're just you not quite knew. right you had yeah. an absolute I, vision yeah. and passion that this is i could see myself doing it yeah. absolutely well there's a, certainly a lot to be said for that and a real sort of life lesson i would say 
I mean, the world of media advertising has changed, you know, considerably since you first started. How have you had to adapt as a station and as a professional to make sure you're sort of attracting advertisers to your brand? I mean, I think in all markets, in many industries now, there is... um, so many people doing the same thing so it's all about how do you set yourself apart and that I think is the challenge of um, so many businesses you know I was at the hairdressers yesterday and I was talking to her about you know how do you set yourself apart when you're on a street where there's another nine uh, salons and I think it's something certainly in in radio and in media as people have been able to consume music in so many different ways now how to remain relevant um, has been a big one for us. And it's a, it's around remaining relevant and it's around rich content. If you give people Agreed. good content and you create good content in whatever it is you are doing, um, people will come back to you. Agreed. I mean, certainly with the streaming of media now in all forms, mm-hmm. shapes like you know, Spotify, iTunes, obviously this podcast is available on all those sort of social media platforms. How do you see that as a potential um, risk to your market with people, you know, choosing to go and stream it rather than listen to it live on the radio? Well, I think there's two elements to it. I think a lot of uh, the digital world complements radio really well. So I think over the last few years, as we've seen uh, newspapers in particular, um, you know, that kind of people buying a newspaper on their way home from work, that Mm. type of activity people don't do anymore. Actually, it complements listening to the radio. So Mm. often when people at first, when it was called surfing, used to surf online, they would often be listening to the radio. And I think what's grown is radio listening as people have started to enjoy those habits where they're actually kind of using their hands to search for information or to look at companies' websites. So from a, both a commercial and an audience point of view, it's really understanding what people are doing online mm. and tying that back to why, why radio, why hits radio. why they're radio. listening to absolutely. you. Hits absolutely. Radio. That's, that's incredible. I mean, there are a lot of strong similarities between your world and my world. So where media yes. collides with uh, recruitment in many, many ways. And one of the strongest elements is that the entry point is pretty minimal. A large part of it can be down to um, personality and persistence, which you've talked about in your early career, rather than qualification. So having probably hired many people over the last 20 years, what would you say are the most important qualities when looking at someone to potentially come and work for yourself? Brilliant question. Um, And I think the one thing I think about when I am interviewing people is how they've made me feel. Because I think about some of the advertisers that we have, and we have such a wide range of people. So people who've worked with us for 20, 30 years to people who, you know, are are new in their positions. And, you know, they want a level of confidence from us. And that's certainly what I would expect them to get from me and and the team here. So I think about how the person I'm interviewing makes me feel, because then we can translate that. Because you can teach people about radio, you can teach people about recruitment, but you can't, there there are parts, there, there are certain things sorry that you can't teach them about um social situations how they make mm. people feel things around eye contact body you know the way that people will 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 even act in terms of um using their hands when mm. they're talking to people and stuff like that so i think that's the stuff that i look at rather than they university have they been to Red university, Brick, university yeah, or whatever. All of it's that emotional stuff. intelligence and actually yes, if you think yes. about 20 years ago that wasn't talked about that wasn't a thing but no. you had you had the gift of the gab which is yeah. what people used to say about me and i'm sure they probably said that about you 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 know you could talk you know you could sell snow to eskimos yes, etc yes. but actually what's 
enjoyed your success and probably similar level of people um, in recruitment is that it is about emotion. It is about sensitivity. It's about being consultative and it's about just making a difference and being memorable. And you yeah. can't teach any of those things. Absolutely. And it leads on to probably something that feels really relevant at the moment with the country where it is with you know, a number of things and pressures that people feel is the vulnerability of mm. you as a person, as us, as a business, sometimes as things are changing and things are evolving. And being honest about that instead of, I think the old fashioned way was, you know, stiff, stiff up yeah, upper right. lip and to behave in a certain way. Actually, now we will be more vulnerable when we're um, trading with people and we will certainly be, you know, honesty and integrity is massively important. So actually it's more of a partnership approach then, isn't it? Rather than Very just much transactional so. and functional, you know, give us your money, advertise once, see you later. It's that long term. You've talked about people that have advertised with you for 20, 20 30 years. Actually, that's why you are still around as a station and your yes, people have yeah. changed. And, you know, the team here, so, so the, the longest member of the team, 19 years, um, you know, you can't keep selling in the same market no, if you don't have those those values and you kind of take those values out when you do when you do business i think because you're also you're surrounded by so many creative people things like you know the stigmatism maybe 10 even 10 years ago of mental health mm -hmm. was still out there mm -hmm. but now it's almost you know commonplace to talk about mindfulness and good mental health and what are you doing for well-being within your business and actually you're probably at the head of that trend in the sector that you're in so, yeah. I mean, talking to, you know, if, if there are particular listeners out there that are, are in recruitment firms where maybe they're not being looked after, I mean, what advice would you give to them if they're in a culture that's still a little bit sort of Wolf of Wall Street where they're not being looked after? Yeah, you can't do it anymore. I mean, we did a week of compassion um, probably six months ago here where, you know, we encouraged people to go out on walks on your lunch break. You know, almost again through my career, you felt when you were younger, it was almost frowned upon if you took a lunch break or you went for a walk. And now for me, that's more important than doing a number, certain set number of meetings in a week is actually if people are feeling good and, you know, inspired and open and well, they're much more likely to have that inner strength to... Um, you know, to succeed. So, They'll be more so, productive absolutely. if they have a break in the day. Absolutely. Common and sense. managing by fear is, you know, it, well, it just makes me, you know, makes me shudder. Luckily, I've worked for some really inspirational uh, females through my career in, in radio. Oh, wow. So I would hear about newspapers being thrown in sales offices and actually I'd all, I've always worked for people that have got the best out of me. Brilliant. And because of that, the, then if I got a huge amount of loyalty from me. So if you're not getting that, don't, don't fear the change and don't, don't be scared you know, if it doesn't feel right, don't be scared, be brave. Don't be brave. Absolutely. That's just I mean, I could just listen to you talk about that all day. You're so oh. passionate about it. And, and obviously on a podcast, the downside is people can't see how passionately you're talking and it's brilliant. And you Lots know, of hand waving, lots, lots of, of hand, hand lots gestures. Of, lots of hand gestures. And, you know, given the environment that you're in, you know, you're right next to the canal, it's absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, to actually let people go out and enjoy that during the day, they're going to come back and just feel that they're part of something rather than it's, I'm in a nine-to-five job. I think yeah. that whole concept is gone now. There's no question about yeah, it. absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know whether you have got a crystal ball or not but do you have any particular predictions about what's going to potentially happen in the sort of media sector or particularly within radio given what's happened over the last 10 years with things like streaming and podcasts well nothing will stay still which is why we've made quite a few of the changes that we've made and i think the digital cell will become more and more important to our 
clients and to our advertisers. Mm. So us really understanding that element of the market and being able to talk to them about their websites, how they're communicating with their customers, that area is certainly something over the last two years we've worked really hard to, you know, to, to understand. So now it isn't just about four spots in the breakfast show or four adverts or sponsoring drive. It's also what's the social element that backs up the campaign that gives it that visibility. Definitely. And you certainly on from a social media aspect, you've absolutely nailed it. On the, yeah, the, the, some of the Twitter. videos, you know, yeah, 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 they they're, are they're really good. funny. You've definitely yeah. got a, a unique voice out there. There's no question about it. We always ask our guests on the key moment as a final question, what their mantra for success is. And on a personal level, you are one of my sort of key people that send me really motivational oh. and positive things. It's absolutely true. Always sharing stuff with me on Instagram. So um, you've got a, a whole library to choose <laughs> yeah. from. And I realise I'm putting you on the spot, but if you were to be put on the spot, what would your mantra for success be? You know what? There's so much in life from being a mum. So I've got a 10-year-old that you want to do the right thing and you want to inspire. I've got a great family who um, at times are, are going through stuff and you want to inspire. You've got you, your girlfriends and as you like to call us, your tribe. And I think there are, I suppose, certain core values about around kindness and vulnerability and really trying to be there for people um, that, you know, is an overarching belief. And I do have lots of things that I think about and I'm forever posting stuff because um, I think it really helps. And I know that I get something from seeing something on somebody's Instagram sometimes in, in the morning. And sometimes it can just be a giggle. So, you know, sometimes it is just a little cartoon that just actually makes me giggle as well, running around at 50, you know, 50 million miles an hour. So I'll go with one. Um, life is short, take the trip, buy the shoes and always eat the cake. Always eat the cake. Yes. That is an absolutely brilliant way to finish. Thank you so much for being the most wonderful guest. Thank you, Melissa. No, thank you so much. And thank, thank you, you for listening to the Key Moment podcast. Thanks for dropping into the Key Moment podcast. You can listen through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud or whatever your preferred podcast platform is, just search for The Key Moment and be sure to subscribe to get a brand new episode every week. We'll see you soon.